Boker Tov. Today's class is chapter 5 of Sefer Shofetim. Um, the, the story was that the Devorah, the leader, the, the, the prophetess of Israel, she succeeded in bringing Barak to the fore. Barak defeats the king Yavin, actually the general Sisera, who is actually slaughtered or killed by a woman. Ya'el, the wife of Hever Hakeni. And then um, Barak approaches her tent and she says, Come, look what I have conquered. And, and the, the strength of Israel became dominant over the king of Kena'an, over Yavin, the king of Kena'an, until they completely destroyed him. Now, as a result of this victory, Devorah sings a song. It's, it's beautiful poetry. But it's poetry, so it's very difficult to understand, okay? So I'm going to read it and translate it to the best of my ability. But basically, the idea is whenever Am Yisrael sees great, great, great salvation, there is often a song. So there was salvation in the splitting of the sea. And as a result of that, we had the song of Az Yashid. There was David, when he was saved from his enemies and from Shaul, he also sang a song which was in Tehillim and in the end of Sefer Shemuel. So uh, we see music or we see, we see poetry used in Tanakh after very, very great salvations. And this is one of the most famous songs. Uh, other great salvations are like when Hana uh, gave birth. She also sings a song. So Hana is at the beginning of Shemuel. She, she's the mother of Shemuel. Okay. So, uh, so this song is by Devorah as a result of their victory over Kena'an. And uh, the real difficulty here is, is understanding what she means because the wording is very difficult. But the overall theme is going to be obviously thanking God, describing what the situation was like a little bit before um, God brought their salvation. She in this song is actually going to call out the tribes who didn't come and help. So it's, going, it's a bit of a... You know, she's going to blast some of the tribes for their, for their uh, non-committed nature. And she's going to describe a little bit of what was going on in Sisera's household when he was not coming home from battle. Okay. Pasuk 1. Vatashar Devorah Barak ben Abinoam bayom ahulemor. And Devorah and Barak, son of Abinoam, sang on that day, sang. On what day? On the day of their victory. Okay. The song is like... It's, a, it's an emotional expression, so it comes out immediately once the, the, the good is thing. Is there a law about women singing to men? I mean, this isn't, this isn't, first of all, this isn't singing in the, in the musical sense. This is singing in the poetic sense. They sang, they chanted this verse. I don't want to cop out. It, yeah, you're not allowed to hear a woman ring po- sing, say poetry? It's like bat call or something like that. Yeah. What? No, 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 no. Bar Kolisha. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't typically ask halakhic questions on Tanakh because it's very hard to see how much of the halakha as we know it today was observed in those days. It's not, it's not easy. Also, like, yeah, I know. There's reasons why the midrashim thought they were married because women singing. And then what about the rest of the people that were hearing the song? Who's next to him? Yeah, who's there? It just says him. So they just sang a song in private and then wrote it down and then... Look, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. I, I typically don't ask these questions on the Tanakh because 
you'll have the same question with David Amelech and Shlomo. He put singers in the Beit Hamikdash. Which singers? Women singers. Oh, how could it be? But, well, then you have to think of a whole cop out. I don't know to what extent our halacha, the halacha that we observe today is exactly the same. Has not has not had any modification since then. It's hard. It's hard to know. Okay. Uh, when vengeance was brought upon the Jewish people or when the people go out and they devote themselves to God, in either situation, bless God. Meaning when times are tough and when times are good, bless God. Listen kings, listen princes. I am to Hashem, I will sing to God. Azamer, Ladonai Lo'e Israel. I will sing to God, the God of Israel. That's the siren for the Yom Azikaro. <laughs> so I will, I will sing to the God, God of Israel. Adonai b'tzetecha mis'e'ir. God, when you left Se'ir, b'tzadecha mis'e'i Edom, when you left or you, when you traversed the field of Edom. Eretz ra'asha gam shamayim natafu. The land shook, also the skies drift of water. Or they started raining. The clouds started um, pouring water. The mountains were sweating from God. This is Sinai because of the God, the God of Israel. So now, what, what, is he, what is she describing? She's introducing the song with the... She's talking about the greatness of God. And what is the greatest ever thing that God did? Har Sinai. So she's starting off with a description of Har Sinai and how the world trembled at God's feet when he was presenting himself to Har Sinai. It says, he started from Seir and then he went to Har Sinai. From here the Chachamim know, they see that the Torah was offered to, let's say, the, the, the descendants of Esau before it was offered to us. There's a Midrash that says that, that the Torah was offered first to the descendants of Esau before it was given to the Jewish people. And they get that because the, it says, when you came from Seir and then gave us the Torah, what was God doing in Seir? Seir is Esau's territory. Wow. He was offering the Torah first to Seir. That, that's Midrash, okay? So I mean, in, I, 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 and it's the same thing in Vizot Bracha, exactly. Vizarach Seir Lamo. That he shone forth his splendor first in Seir. Okay? These are all references that the Chachamim have understood to mean that the Torah was offered first to Esau. It's Midrash, of course, but it's an, it's an interesting one. Okay? And it also. It, it, it doesn't, meaning, it's, it's a bit of a, an assumption, but it's very, these psukim are vague enough that there's a lot of room for assumptions. So, going from Seir to Har Sinai, what is the meaning of it? It's very hard to know. Could be there's a battle in Seir. I don't know. Whatever it is. Okay. Pazukvat. Bimei Shamgar ben Anat bimei Ya'el. Chadelu orachot. Veholechen nitivot yelechu orachot akalkalot. In the days of Shamgar ben Anat and the days of Ya'el, who is Ya'el? In the days of the people that are our contemporaries, like Ya'el and Shamgar, Wait, the ways... She explains that Ya'el was also a judge? Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know why. I, I don't because know why. The juxtaposition to Shamgar. I don't know why that's necessary. I read that also. Yeah, yeah. I, Shamgar the, the guy with the stick? Yeah, Shamgar is the guy who, so, who killed... Who, what, what was it? Two, 600, 600 within... With, an, with, a, with a cattle prod, yeah. Cattle, yeah. Pointy arrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The little needle. Right. So in those days, in the days of Shamgar and Ya'el, whether Ya'el was a, was a judge of Israel or not, I, I don't, to be honest, I don't think that's Peshat, but say what you want. Um, in their days, the, at the same time. 
it seems like Shamgar was in this general Even though Shamgar was able to defeat 600 men, we said that he also represented the fact that he was attacking people with a cattle prod. Means that there wasn't the most sophisticated military, uh, you know, adventure. Okay, and it doesn't necessarily mean that in the rest of Israel things were perfect at the time. So in the times of Shamgar and Yael, Chadelu Orachot Ve'olochenetivot Yelchu Orachot Akalkalot, the 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 routes, the traveling routes ceased, and the people who were traveling on the paths, they would have to go in roundabout ways. Why is that? Because it was dangerous. Okay, it was a dangerous time because Yavin, the king of Canaan, was his. He had so much control and so much power in Israel that his his people were all over the place and they were causing issues for the Jews all over the place. So people were not able to travel well. Chadelu Firazon bi Israel Chadelu, unwalled cities just ceased to exist. People stopped living in unwalled cities. They completely stopped until what happened. Until I came up, Devorah, I came up as a mother in Israel. She's not talking in third person. Until I, Devorah, no, Shakamti is me. Why is she saying her name? It's poetry, it's poetry. Poetry, they, they insert a lot of extra proper nouns and things like that. Uh, but until I got up, Devorah, I got up, aim of Israel, mother of Israel. Uh, so basically, to the, to the extent, to the extent, the, the difficulty was there to the extent that everybody was living in wall, fortified cities. Nobody even lived in unwalled cities. It's a sign that times are bad. You know, if you can't live in an unwalled city, it means that you're constantly in fear. So they were constantly in fear. Until I, Deborah, came, I came as a mother in Israel. So when did this, this Yeshua tell her? How long is the, it? When did that, the downfall of them living in fear? No. Or she's referencing even earlier? She no, no, she's referencing from, from the time of, probably from the time of Ehud until after Ehud's death. Until the 20 history. years that Yavin was in charge. The 20 year okay, period, we said. Small window of the history of yeah, but living in, in suffering for 20 years. Look, the Holocaust was 10 plus years. They weren't killing everyone. I'm just saying, I'm just saying difficulty. That was a very long time. 20 years of suffering. Imagine 20 years of your life. Forced living in, a in, in fear, in constant fear. Until I came up. So, by the way, the fact that she's talking a little bit like it sounds haughty, the Chachamim caught on to that. And they said, um, they, they actually criticized her for that, for speaking haughtily. Yeah, she's patting herself on the shoulder. Look, there's a peru, one of the Perushim on the bottom say that the Chachamim criticized her. I think so, yeah. The Chachamim criticized her. When the Jewish people would choose new gods, then war came to their gates. But this war came to their gates. But the Jews, there was no shield or spear to be seen. Amongst the 40,000 Jews. Meaning they would turn to other gods and then enemy battle would come to their gates. But there was, not, there was no protection. There was no, there was no military armory to be found amongst Israel. So they were in a... They were in a bad situation. They were too comfortable and they were serving other gods. So they were un wholly unprepared for battle. My heart goes out to the, 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 um, the lawgivers of Israel who devoted themselves to the nation and who blessed God or blessed God. She's, the lawgivers of Israel are like the leaders of Israel. It's another word, way to say leaders of Israel. So she's saying, my heart goes out to them in thanks to the leaders of Israel 
who devoted their, themselves to that nation blessed God. Oh, yeah. So they say, however, okay, the, sages, sorry, however the sages comment that her, prophet, her pro- prophetic, prophetic, spirit. prophetic spirit wavered because she used this haughty expression. Gemara Yeah, Gemara I'll tell you, I'll show you where they say it. It's, it's, it comes up. Okay, so now she turns, I came up Devorah, I came and I saved Israel, and now I have to thank the leaders of Israel for joining me. So that's what she did in that pasuk. O riders of white donkeys, Yosheve al-Midin, who were sitting and talking or chatting, and who would go on the path, were, uh, are, are chattering. It could mean a number of things. Either it, it, it could mean that as a result of me Devorah, now people who were traveling salesmen were once again able to go on their merry way. Okay? So people who were sitting on white donkeys who were sitting and chatting, they went on the way talking. Okay? Or sihu could also be a type of praise. It could be like, a, it could be like singing to Hashem. So they were praising God and thanks that their, their trade routes have come back. Okay? But whatever it is, since Devorah came back, trade routes have come back and now people are happier. Instead of hearing the sound of arrows where they were drawing water for their flock, instead of being chased by the sound of arrows, instead now they are singing, the, they will recount the righteous deeds of God. The, righteousness, the righteous, uh, righteousness of God that He allowed for open cities to become available again. Then the people of God came down to the open cities once again. So, so they're back to the open cities, they're singing the praises of God, and this is all thanks to Deborah. And the last pasuk we'll do today, Uri, Uri Deborah, Uri, Uri Dabrishir. Wake up, wake up, Deborah, wake up and sing the song, Kum Barak, you Barak, get up, and capture your captives, son of Avinoam. Why is all of a sudden she's saying, Uri, Uri Deborah, Uri, Uri Deborah, Uri, Uri Dabrishir? Wake up, wake up, Devorah. So this is what the Gemara and Psachim is referring to when it says she lost her, uh, her nivuah a little bit. She was haughty, uh, so she lost her nivuah. Wake up, wake up. She had to wake herself up back into the state of nivuah, and that's what they say this Pasuk is. Uh, but the Peshat, the, Peshat is that, the Peshat is that this is also part of the poetic thing. You know? yeah. so they, they insert, they insert a, like a, it's just like a poetic refrain that she's saying right Very now. Very fitting with these three days going into Yom Thinking, she's praising Hashem. Yeah, we can finally drink. Right, it's, it's a good point. It's so beautiful. Yeah, in, yeah, we could finally go back and live in open cities. Yeah, you know? so all the after the Holocaust. We finally, we, I mean, the first of today we have an army, and tomorrow yeah. we have. Yeah, it's very, it's very fitting. Amen. 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 Amen.